What's up, people? It is your boy, J-Rock, in that ear, literally. And I'm here on uh, Sunday, Mother's Day. I'm actually getting ready to go pick up my mother and take her out to the movies. This is something me and her kind of just always do. She loves watching movies, so I'm going to go ahead and take her out, maybe get something to eat, go to the new Evo here in town uh, over there in shirts. So we're going to go check that out. We're going to go watch uh, The Intruder. So we'll see how that movie goes. People, it is uh, the third episode with Josh Sanchez, part three. We get pretty deep in this one. We talk a little bit more, get get a little bit more info from what he's doing for his success. Where I'm going with the Blockbuster Wrestling, you're going to hear some some news there. If you're a Blockbuster Wrestling fan, you're probably going to be a little upset after this one. But that's uh, the way the uh, cookie's going to crumble right now. We still want to bring wrestling here. Top button promotions is what I'm going to be calling all my gigs now. So anything that's going to be on the top button promotions, you know that J-Rock's part of it, producing or doing something towards it. And we're just looking to do new things and different things with what we're able to do with what, what, what all the opportunities that we have, we're going to take advantage of. And what I mean by that is everybody that's about to get involved. So we're going to get going. DJ Flame. Uh, I hope you get a chance to check him out on all the social media so far, see how active he is, see where he's playing locally or in the uh, the area. And go 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 check him out. Go check out one of his gigs, listen to his music. Get a date. Go out there and dance your thing off. <laughs> Josh is, again, like I've said multiple times, is just a hilarious guy. He knows how to uh, bring brighten up the room, especially in, when there's a dance floor and lights and He's got his music going. It's definitely always a good time. Josh, I remember one little memory with Josh was uh, partying at uh, his cousin's house on the west side of New Braunfels. Um, and we were over there. And we, I remember him like just using his computer and just some speakers. And he just like still brought, you know, just boom, just playing good music getting people, you know, going for the party. And that's where he pretty much started from. And like you said, he was a house DJ. And now he's at a point where he's getting good gigs, meeting all these artists like you heard in the last podcast, part two. So it's 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 a really cool thing for him. That's something that he loves. It's something that he keeps striving off of. You got to keep going for it. Again, patience is the key. And he stuck patience. It took him four years to get where he's at now. Respect-wise, well, it took him four years to get that respect, he said, but I believe he said he was DJing for, for six years. So he's barely getting the limelight of having that respect, going to these gigs and allowing him to go to other DJs and get those sets. Like, What are you doing right now that's going to help you get somewhere else? Or what are you doing for yourself, again, to, to get yourself somewhere else? You know, Are you doing that extra work? Are you doing that community work? Are you doing things for free in your career or your your place of business to learn more and to better more i'm not saying use people and go for free and use them no you're going to go and help them and you're learning the knowledge of what they have don't be afraid to do that don't don't you know be humble and don't have an ego to not want to go learn from that other person i think that's where i'm definitely working towards 
is putting myself around those people. I met a coach online because uh, he wants me to come out and be part of their, their tournament, which is going to happen this Saturday. My sixth grade team is going to go out there and they're going to go and compete. Vince is going to take them out there and George. They're going to go compete in, on Saturday. I believe this is in Seguin. And we're meeting new coaches and we're meeting new people. And we have some, you know, things that we want to get done. And we're going to need people, other people that are in the same, um, you know, the same uh, community of basketball. And we want to help everybody out. We want to show that there's enough doors to, to help everybody build their business and their program around here. That's what it should be about. So that's where I think Josh has gone with his part, and he's going to grow from that. Think about those things, people. Learn from everybody else. The small things help the big things grow. But keep that strong mindset and keep working hard. This is my five-minute rant. I hope you enjoy the last part of DJ Flame. And uh, at the end of this, we'll go ahead and uh, give our condolences to Silver King. Okay, we're back with Josh Sanchez here, DJ Fun. We're in the third segment here. Appreciate you listening this long. Uh, but what were we going off of there, Josh? Small town pride, brother. Small town pride. Um, oh, my goodness. You can tell I'm a freaking new Broncos unicorn all the way, bro. I go, so I travel, of course, with the DJ and stuff. I go to all sorts of places that you can imagine. Um, I meet so many people, and I can never. <laughs> Ever, 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 let anyone disrespect New Braunfels when I'm out. Yeah, yeah, that's right, man. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care what city I'm in. I'm, uh, I, I'm probably the only guy that can go into Seguin, Texas, and just yell <laughs> on the microphone. You know, you Braunfels without getting beat up. <laughs> is that but, is that um, is it is that that big of a rivalry over there? Like. I, Dude, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I'm like, I don't want to go to Seguin because they're going to like, I don't know. I don't know. I think that's always been the talk, so, huh? So five years ago, five years ago when I first started DJ. Uh-huh. So, of course, I mean, there is that little rivalry, man. There is that little beef, bro. I mean, yeah. it's yeah, not sugar-coated. That's not sugar-coated. Yeah. But, but um, I just think it has just to do with just growing up and our – you don't go to Seguin, let's get over there. You don't go to New Braunfels, or Bean over there. You know, whatever. Yeah, that's <laughs> small what town. That's small town but, crap. Um, but five years ago when I got there, um, because I was tired of DJing in New Braunfels because um, a lot of people, I was frowned upon because of what I do. Like, I mix the, the hip-hop. I'm not frowned upon, but it's, it's just different. Yeah, yeah, you no, know? for sure. Um, but so... I was like, okay, well, what else can I do to, to do what I love to do instead of playing country music and, and rock and, you know, whatever. Yeah. And um, someone had mentioned, oh, you need to go to Seguin. They love that shit over there. They love pop music. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So we go over there. Um, I meet the owner. And he's actually a, a, a prick to me. Really? <laughs> really? I always tell him this. He was a he was a damn prick to me. <laughs> he, he thought he was too damn good to, to let DJ Flame DJ in his establishment. Yeah. But long story short, he's one of the most loyal business partners I have ever worked with. Oh my goodness! Shout out Edgar Smith. Do, 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 do you right do you think people that have businesses like that? Do you think and and in that industry specifically as well? Do you think they have to hold that type of like, like that, that, you know, like, you know, hey, you know, 
this is who I am, like be a hard ass at first because of the industry that you're in? Or you think that maybe he's a little too yeah, big I, for I, his, No, I think you do. Like, really you think, know what I mean? Yeah, like, you, you, think, yeah. you know, like I think that's possibly why he could have been acting like that. Yeah, because a lot of people sell dreams out here. So you can't just easily buy one. You, you can't just be, you know, persuaded into somebody's. I could have went in there and said, "Hey, I'm the best DJ ever," and he's like, "Right, I heard thirty of you already. Y'all sucked." <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I, I feel that. I do feel that. But so, anyways, let's fast forward. I, I get my first gig there, and I get maybe like no, I'd say about forty people from New Braunfels to follow me out there. Yeah, and drink and have a good time and, and jam out, and. The dance floor, I just posted about this maybe like two weeks ago. The dance floor was segregated. One side of the fucking dance floor was Seguin, <laughs> Texas. And then the other side is New Braunfels, Texas. And you can just feel that tension. It was just it's, it's insane. You can be on your side of the circle. And and this is the this is the beauty of it all. The beauty of it all. This is how you know music is so powerful. Music is so powerful. So let's fast forward five years. I'm still there, by the way. I'm there yeah. Fridays, Saturdays. I love that place. Yeah, John Paul, John Paul on, oh. on the Facebook Live, he's like, uh, Kerrigan's. What did he say? Hold on, let me see real quick. <laughs> Kerrigan's, baby. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so let's fast forward five years. All those people that were once segregated, that whole, the, the music was so powerful. Yeah, everybody's just on the dance floor together. I have uh, we I have I've made so many, not me personally, but I'm saying I have made people have babies <laughs> from both communities. You, you know see the, you <laughs> see their kid, you see their kid, and you're like, I had help with that. Yeah, yeah, man. I I helped create that. Before I deleted all of R. Kelly's music, man. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, definitely, bro, um, that music, dude, is is just powerful. Yeah. And, and, you know, I had. That's an amazing feeling, to be honest with you. I can go to Seguin, and I mean, I feel like I'm at home. Yeah. Yeah, that's and, and that's I, a good I'm feeling. Like, I'm going to San Antonio. Like I went to Fiesta last Sunday, and um, I was out there watching Tejano artist Jake Bettas, and and we were down to downtown Market Square for Fiesta. And I mean, that's another dude. That is that is one of the great feelings in the world is when you've been working and working and working, working. Yeah. I mean, some people say that I'm not working because I'm at the club partying. No, that just comes with the job, kind of. Yeah, it's kind of just I mean, that's kind of what I gotta do. You know what I mean? It's kind of yeah, what I gotta do. Yeah, you know. You know, but but to me, I'm still working. I'm still working. I still gotta go over there. Uh, what? It was thunderstorming Friday, like crazy. Uh-huh. Uh, I still had to. I still had to drive through that and go to the club and DJ. You know what I'm saying? Man. So it's still work. It's still yeah. work. Uh, and it has. But, you know, that's gonna have its ups and downs. Just you know, it's like everything else too. But it's crazy how that's one of your downs. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, man. Um, so um, we were at Fiesta last Sunday, and you know, we're, I'm downtown Market Square in San Antonio, Texas, man. And people are, hey, D- hey, Flame, what's up, Flame? Buying me beer. Like, I'm not talking about one or two people. I'm talking about 30, 40 different San Antonians. That just love, know me. bro. That love. And, and what I'm trying to get at with that is that uh, that's how I know that I have finally. I've done something. I've 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 put my foot down and 
and did something that I and it, I'm finally getting credit for it. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm yeah. getting recognized and respected for it. And that, that's how that long? Makes it feel how, so how, how long like, do you think? Okay, now you know you're working for something, and and not you got it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. How long do you think it took for you to gain that respect, bro? Oh man, at least four years. I've really? Five years. God, li- um, listen to that, people. Like, I think. And again, this is what I really like to strive off to, to, to for my listeners is four years. Like there was probably times where Josh maybe might wanted to quit or want to stop because oh, nothing's going God. good or he's oh, not God. making the money he needs to make. And you just like you just want to just give. And I guarantee you this. Whoever's listening to this, you've done this before. Mostly people that have. And if you're successful in anything that you're doing, I guarantee you you've done this more than you've more than anything is that you felt at something and you just give up, but that push to just keep going and going and going. And for Josh to hear four years, me, man, I started coaching at 15. I didn't get my own like personal, like gym to like really do something. And so I was like, man, I think like 24, 25, you know what I mean? Yeah, so man. almost 10 that, years. You definitely of definitely got to be patient, man. Yeah, and, uh, man. Working on that working on your craft bro you know like what is it you want to do but yeah i had to take that brother that was that's four years man that's a long time of of work i have i have i have definitely i can't lie to you this is for the listeners this is real i'm about to get real weak i'm about to get real emotional (laughs) i have have cried before because uh i mean i wanted to give up Really and truly, yeah. I have cried before. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Just you know, by myself, just got down on my hands and knees and just man, just cried. Let it, let them tears out. <laughs> and I've what, been through it all. I have been through it all. And what be, what made uh, you? Successful. What made you want to like just keep going though, bro? Like, what really pushed you to want to just like go strong and keep going? Like, I mean, of course, yeah. other than the fact that this was your job. Like this is how right. you pay your bills, food on the table, clothes right. on your back. Anybody can go get another job. You know correct, what I'm correct. But what, <laughs> right. what, what made you stay on that grind to like really make this something that you want to do? Um. Okay, there's there's like two answers to that. First is just that passion, man. Yeah, I mean, passion. That that passion for the music. But the second answer is, um, you think about how much how much you put in and, and, uh, and how much you've actually sometimes like, like a person like me, sometimes I've done so much work. I've worked with a lot of artists, like, like famous people. I mean, they might not be too famous today, but I mean, I've worked with, I've worked and met a a lot of people. Yeah. And sometimes what keeps me going, well, not sometimes what keeps me going, what keeps me going. And it's back to that small town pride. Here we go again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I sit there and like, like I can personally, we can personally call AB Quintanilla right now on his personal cell phone. You know, uh, those of you who don't know who AB Quintanilla, that's Selena's brother, Selena, the 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 Hano Queen, you know, yeah. Queen of Guga. Um, I mean, so I got, I, I start to think to myself, I have worked with so many of these these special people that not a lot of people from my neighborhood. Will ever ever even see. Yeah. You know? And, and that that um that that like that feeling of knowing that you're able to do that, like that's 
in your industry, that's what you kind of strive off of, yeah? Yeah, I mean, dude, I know Slim Thug, Paul Wall, Mike Jones, like, I mean, the road music, Rich Boy. I had Rich Boy smoke a blunt with me. I don't even smoke weed. I smoked a blunt with Rich Boy, which is <laughs> uh, he's the old guy that used to sing, there's some D's on it. Rich yeah, Boy, singing, you know? Uh, I mean, I have met tons of artists, Kirk Banks, Charlie Boy, I mean, uh, from California, from, from rap to, to Tejano to I mean, country to man, it, it's crazy. Yeah, everything, um, yeah. And I mean, I don't when when I start getting in my feels of like you wanted to give up, I, I start thinking about that. Like, man, you know what? I have done something that no one from my neighborhood has done. So yeah. I've 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 already won. I'm already a success at that. Like, so why am I feeling like I'm failing or why do I want to give up? I've already done something that no one in the neighborhood has done. done yeah, and, uh, man. and fucking let's just keep going, man. Let's keep going. Let's, who cares what anybody's got to say anyways. Let's, let's keep going. You've already won. I keep that. You've already won. Mentality. Yeah. Yeah. And dude, so you know, the guy that, uh, you know, I'll have to tell you who it is. I don't want to put anybody out there. Cause I don't know if, how this person would feel if I did do that, but I mean, I'm sure they'd be cool with it. But anyway, um, I'll, I'll tell you one because I know he wouldn't mind. Jared Diaz. I went out. For sure. I was out and about, and I ran into Jared Diaz and this other individual. And he, they were literally just like, dude, like – and I took, I'm not saying this for bragging rights or I'm saying this to sound like a badass. But um, he was just like, dude, that's, that's badass that you've turned basketball into something for yourself to, like, enjoy it and, and make some type of, you know – profit and business off of it to help you and enjoy doing what you're doing you know i'm like oh yeah man and it might and deep down my honest feeling is you know i wish i really wish that i could do all this and not get not worry about the money and i know that sounds crazy but at the end of the day just like you said like tonight you'll go do like a just go in and go sit in and uh you know go be in somebody's spot whatever just go do an uh what do y'all call that yeah, uh, I'm doing a, a special guest DJ special set. Special guest DJ well. set. Yeah, and, just and a set. A different free. set. Yeah, you know, for free. Out of the love for the music. Yeah. And out of the love. And not only that, but out of the love for, for the other DJ, like, because he, he looks up to me. I look up to yeah. him. We, we still, we, we brainstorm. We still have ideas uh, when it comes down to mixing and stuff. So, yeah. And I, I, mean, I, and I think that's where, you know, w- with us, it's just kind of just like we're able to uh, show that or, or, or grow from it. You know what I'm saying? Like, Trying to just, you know, I I think that's so cool. And and I'll have some kids that I trained before. I'll have trainees now. And, you know, they're they're kids. You know, we have certain times where we work out and this and that. And there'll be times where, like, I'm just going to go shoot around and I'll text a parent or a kid. I'm like, hey, I'm going to be here shooting around. Come meet. And the parents sometimes like, well, you know, I've had a couple parents like, well, I really don't have the money right now. Or they're like, well, we didn't really set up this session. I'm like, no. Just bring him out. Like, just bring the kid yeah, out. Yeah, Let him come yeah, get a shoot. This is what I love to I've do. Like, just there, come man. out and bring him out. Yeah. I, yeah. You know. Some of these – it's crazy because some I, of the parents look at it like, what? Like, this kid's giving us – this dude's giving us free time to just, you know. But that's what I love to do. Like, there's t- there's times where I've been – you know, I've had my ups and downs with, with you know, my personal, my personal things. And I can't be at basketball, but I'm like, Damn, I just wish it could be a basketball sometimes. Or I'll be chilling. I'm like, man, I really wish I could go do a shoot around or something like that right now somewhere. You know what I mean? 
And, and I that, just kind of that's exactly how I felt today when I posted that status, as you saw earlier, yeah. we mentioned. I yeah. need to get out of the house today. Yeah. And sure enough, there was comments from, you know, like five, six different DJs. Come here, come there, come yeah. where. <laughs> yeah, and that's freaking that was, awesome, that's, man. I think that's where... Uh, I think in the, in the, in the long run, a lot of people, when I was like, when I was like, you know, 19, 20 and I was coaching like Spurs league and, and uh, you know, just not really even doing too much training. I was training one kid, Noah Perez, who's freaking awesome basketball player to this day. Uh, he plays college basketball in San Antonio college. And oh, he, wow. he uh, I just That's was awesome. just working with just him and, and coaching the city league teams. Right. But I, I realized over the time, the thing that made me humble and the thing that made me work so hard was the fact that I did that all for free. Like people are like, dude, like, like, like people that we grew up with, Josh, I'd see them and they're like, oh, dude, you getting paid for all that stuff you're doing? I'm like, nah, man, I'm just doing it because I love it. Like nobody no, taught yeah. me the game. So now that I'm able to have this opportunity to teach other kids this game and, and from my eyes or just mentor them, like that's what I strive off of. Shit, I've lost... I lost a relationship over that shit because I feel like that was my dream and I didn't fulfill some of the things I needed to do because I was chasing my freaking dream, you know? And Hell yeah. I love it. I love it, man. Hell yeah. That, You're getting me hyped up over here. <laughs> house, man. Yeah, but <laughs> that, that's where it's you, at, you know? All, all the listeners listening right now, just know when he said that, I felt that, Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. have. I, oh God, and I, I, and I lost my family from this DJ stuff because I was chasing the dream. Yeah, man, and you know, I, this is the first time I'm putting this out there, but I'm done with my at least my wrestling company. Like my, I was in business with my ex, and the ring sold now. So like, I'm I'm done with pretty much blockbuster wrestling unless I want to put on my own stuff again, which is the reason why I'm bringing other companies in. I'm just done with that part of my life, and I know that help me build business for me personally, but I felt like I was done losing money. I lost a lot of freaking money, man. And, um, but at the same time, I'd never forgot about my basketball business and where I wanted to go with basketball. And that's where I'm at now. And I lost a lot, dude. Uh, a lot of friends, a lot of, you know, a close relationships that I have with some of my personal, like my closer family, uh, because I had to go to this tournament. I had to go to these games. I had to go to these practices, uh, had to go promote for the show. I had to do these shows, you know, and all this stuff. Right. And at the end of the day, like I do have my own battles with it, but dang, dude, I'm kind of just happy where I'm at with certain things and strive off the good things, man. So y'all out there that feel like, you know, sometimes things ain't going good or sometimes you're not liking how your life's going at that moment in time. I think to me, for me that when I was going through those issues, it was hard. I had my battles. I still do to this day, but I think the main thing is looking at what you're great at, do what you're good at, and just strive, man. Just keep striving and working because if you don't keep going, nobody's going to go for you, man. I think that's kind of just been my my main thing right now, you know. So right. it's good it's stuff, consistency, man. Consistency, man. That's, that's a big that's a big thing. Um, how many how many uh, do you um, going to like hard working and stuff? Your sleep, bro. How is your sleep, man? Like, do you get enough sleep? Do you feel like you get enough sleep at all? Yeah, I don't get um, enough sleep. I mean, look okay, at my eyes so, right now. If you're on Facebook so, Live right now, look at my eyes right now. I don't even, like. I can't even take a nap. I just the brain's just, you know. <laughs> um, sometimes I'll sleep two hours a day. Yeah. Sometimes I'll sometimes I'll sleep thirteen hours a day. Ooh, boy. I want to get a feel of that 13, bro. It's hit or miss. I live on the west side, bro. Like, if you look at my apartment, 
the West Sims right there, and there's like this wall there. It looks like what Trump's trying to do to Mexico. But dude, there's this dog over there, bro. He just barks and barks and dude. Sometimes I wake up and dude, I love dogs, man. I love dogs, but dang it, brother, that thing just oh man, I just want to do something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Um, so sleep thing is just rough, man. I, I I just have trouble with it. I can't have consistent sleep. I'm just always. You know, thinking it's Friday. I didn't even go out, man. Friday was chilling here at the place, watching. Dude, I started rewatching Entourage. I love that show, and I was watching it. And I ended up like getting up from the couch, and then that was it. Stayed up the rest of the morning because I just couldn't go to sleep. Started thinking about what I could have been doing, thinking about things that I want to do next week. Like it's just constant, and I just can't get so, sleep. So Friday, um, yeah, I didn't get home till Saturday, eleven in the morning. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, it's the DJ in the nightlife industry is just something yeah, else. Crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. That's another. That's another podcast. That's made it. Yeah, podcast. yeah. No, we I, need to. I'm definitely. I'm definitely writing. Uh, I'm definitely gonna write me a book before I pass, man. I, I, <laughs> you should, bro. Gotta, I don't know. I mean, unless like I might have. To, let me Google it. But I. I mean, I've never heard of a DJ actually writing a book. <laughs> I am definitely writing a book of all the stupid, crazy, insane shit that I've done as, as being a DJ. Yeah. I'm I'm sure listeners can can get a couple ideas in their head. <laughs> so so oh, I Googled goodness. so I Googled it and it shows like Jay-Z State of Mind ebook, uh five books with DJ culture. Let's see what this is right here. What I, what I want to cover in, in, in the book is definitely growing up and and hearing the brothels and then yeah. venturing off and becoming what a you, little, yeah. you know, successful business. Yeah, man. Okay, yeah, so I, mean, I lied. There is a couple sometimes, of Dude, sometimes I forget how I really don't – because I'm so much caught into this work and work and it's consistent uh, – I never really sit back and just reap the benefits of it, man, because I'm just on my toes at all times. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, um, you sit back so, and you, you kind of forget. So, like, you're, you're so like earlier you said that, you know, you brought up the word success, and I felt like I'm not successful, but really, really, and truly, I really am. I mean, I really am. Um, let's not beat around the bush here. But I don't feel like I am. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I, I, I really you. don't feel like I am. Um, but... Why? Sure. Ooh, I want to sure hear that, that one though. Why? I am, why? I am 100% positive that there's another DJ that's up and coming in the area or around the area um, that would look up and say that man is successful. You know, he is yeah. successful. Yeah. But but to me, I'm just like nah, man. I'm just no. I'm just flame. I'm just DJ flame. That's it. I'm just yeah. Josh from and five two five Basil Street, baby. <laughs> do you do you think? And this is something. This is probably going to be our – we'll see where we go. We got about – we got eight minutes, bro. So my last topic, okay. which should probably be a good topic. I promote myself on Facebook to a point to where I guess I'm at – I guess I'm at like – like I'm at a point where it's like um, I promote my stuff. I promote who I am. I do – I promote – you know, sometimes, you don't get me wrong, we all put our own stuff on Facebook, which is – last week I took a big break from 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 all social media. I hadn't really been posting much because I know I'm about to be in everybody's face and ear with this stuff here pretty soon. Um, but what we post, people see, so they judge us off of it, of course. And there's a big thing on that nowadays because people are just oh, not yeah. realizing who they really oh, are, sure. all that craziness. 
But to me, when I see everybody out, they see what I posted. So it's kind of like a conversation starter that we're always about to have. And I feel like that's really cool. And I think sometimes like the people think like, um, you know, you, you post what you're doing and, and everybody, pray, you know, sees the good. So they're like, man, like I'm good, 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 good. You know, so that's what they see you as. And I've, I've right. noticed this in other people and the way they think about other people. And it sucks because whatever they're posting and whatever they're showing on social media, that's how you're yeah. wanting us to look at you. So don't expect us to be in a different way. And it kind of sucks, but everybody has their own reality show. They pretty much can. Oh, yeah, you know? for sure. And, and, um, and this was so crazy. Bro. You, you know, I, I my, my mother, she she hates because uh, I, I mean, I, like I said, I have no filter, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I told him the Cardi B DJ. I have no filter. <laughs> <laughs> um, my mother, man, she she hates, you know, everything that I put out there. But I mean, to me, you're getting the real me. You're, yeah. you're getting yeah. you're getting the real me. So when when you see me out in public and and hey, I saw you post this. Yes, that's what happened. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And this that, is you know, real. and I think you are getting the real DJ flavor. And mm-hmm. shout out to all my gamers. If you got Xbox One, the the game tag is the real DJ flame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all one word. Uh, but I mean, you are getting the real me at all damn time, man. Yeah. And, um, and I'm actually doing pretty good on this podcast. Uh, I'm keeping it, uh, like I said, PG. Oh yeah, I'm, no. And and <laughs> and mainly uh, for my listeners that are on Anchor right now, I try my best to keep it PG. But there's times where I have people on here, and I get into my emotion of what we're talking about, and I'll say my cuss words too. So, but you know, I'm not gonna lie to you, man. Um, and even to the people that are watching me right now on Facebook Live, like my basketball kids know how I am already. And I'm not going to lie. Like I, I'll throw out my cuss words here and there to them because they know where I'm at and how I feel. Um, I think in some ways I really don't, there's time to use it and time not to use it. And I know where to use it. You know, I've been around a lot of people, man, as of late too, like different industry, you know, different uh, businesses and things like that. And so it's like, you got to kind of keep yourself to a standard too, which is, Something you for got sure. to control for sure, and, and that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm doing it for the city right now, the small town brothels, showing that unicorn pride, baby. Class <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, I'm, I'm doing it for you too, my brother. Um, because I mean, you actually taking time out today, getting this super sweet, cool interview in on the podcast, no man, man. And that, bro, I, I love this stuff, like, I think. You know, when I, whenever some people come up to me and they're like, hey, man, where you like, where do you, what, if there was one thing that you can do, you're going to get a lot out of this, bro. Uh, if there's one thing that you can do to better your brain and to better yourself as a person, what would you do? I said, dude, sit with old people. Like if I can go to a nursing home and just sit there with some old people, I would ask them five oh, questions, yeah. five questions, bro. First question is, what do they do in life? What do they want to do in life? What made them, why didn't they do the thing in life, right? Uh, how did they uh, How did they live with it that they weren't able to do what they wanted to do? And uh, right. how do they feel today? You know, like how much regret do you have? And those are five questions that I, when I sit with an old person or if I sit with somebody that's older than me and I know they got a lot of knowledge, I kind of fight, I kind of like fight my brain not to push it too much but that's what i like to do i just like to talk to people man and i like to just learn and and in that way 
you know, and I think um, yeah, that's, that's, that's what comes that's what I comes out of this, uh, man. You know, uh, I, I hate to interrupt you on that, but <laughs> no, I learned good. a lot uh, of business tactics from um, a good friend of mine. He was the business owner of Ice Lounge, uh, the nightclub I used to work. He taught me so much, man. I mean, he, yeah, man. I felt I felt like he was a second father to me because he taught me so much in a short period of time, just because he had that. That wisdom, bro, that knowledge, oh, yeah, man, man. That's yeah. power. It's and crazy stuff, man. You can't get that out of a lot of people yeah. either. You yeah. know? And and you know, bro, bro, like I, I we we're we're counting down to the last two and a half minutes, but what what's really crazy is this, man. When I see people and I've been seeing it a lot more, and I think more people that are around me uh take it in a little bit more now. But when I see people that have, have changed my life or made a dent in, in my life some way, somehow. It's it's all right. We'll see you later. I love you, brother. Or I'll see you later. I love you. You know what I mean? Like, oh, and I, sure. and I think more people need to do that as well because it'll. You're really showing that person like you did something to me by saying that you love them. In my eyes, is like I really do because you did something in my life. You you you've dented my life to make me want to love you and show that expression. And the least I can do is tell you that. Like I really do love you as a person for showing me what it is that you showed me in my life. So. It's crazy stuff, man. So people out there appreciate each other more. You know, uh, I've had my ups and downs with lots of people, but you always got to look at the bright side. So, but I love spread these podcasts. Spread that love around, man. Spread that love around. Spread love. And that all goes with our clothing line right here. Down South Design is the condoms about love, man, and, and, and showing that peace. And that's what we're going to be doing, people. So here we go, last minute and a half. Guys, make sure you check out uh, Down South Designers on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, we're growing our business. We're going. We're going to be growing the t-shirt company. We got shirts for sale now. Message me, DM me. Uh, we'll get a shirt to you this week. Uh, we got men's and women's sizes. Uh, I believe we're going up to two XL on the men's. So uh, get at us. We'll get you a shirt. Represent. Post us. Tag us when you get the uh, t-shirt. Uh, and guys, uh, check out NB Hoopmasters. We're on Facebook. We're being active. We got our hoopsters. Our team select team. Uh, being very active. They're working hard. Shout out to all my boys. Uh, shout out to Coach Vince, Coach uh, uh, George, and uh, it's everybody that's helping out. We got a plate sale this uh, Sunday, I mean, the Saturday uh, at Cross Lutheran. So that's going to be from 11 to 3.30. Uh, 3.30, we're going to have a basketball game. So come check us out. Come If you want to sponsor a kid, give me a shout on that. We can get, uh, get some help on that too. But guys, uh, make sure you check out DJ Flame on all your social media. And it yeah, looks like uh, you got 30 DJ seconds, Flame. DJ. You 30 that, seconds. Uh, Instagram, that boy Flame, T-H-A-T-B-O-Y-F-L-A-M-E, all one word. And then Snapchat, unfortunately, they already had a that boy Flame. So it's a that boy Flam 3, yeah, the E as a 3. <laughs> hey, guys, uh, um, good stuff, man. Uh, do something good for somebody today. Uh, remember your tomorrows and never promise. Make you keep dabbing on those jabronis. Your boy J Rock is out. Anchor, thank you for listening. We'll see you later. J Rock in the podcast. We are done. And there it is, people. We are done with uh, DJ Flame on this first podcast. I guarantee you, DJ Flame will be back. I enjoyed our conversation. That was, uh, again, last Sunday. And I just spread it out throughout the week if you're just hearing this last part. So go back and listen to the other two. Guys, I would really appreciate if you just share my podcast as as much as you can when you hear something. And also give me your feedback. When You're pretty much clicking on this probably from Facebook. I'm, I'm figuring out how to get this on, on like Instagram. I need to get my link on there. So, you know, share me as much as you can. Like my stuff. 
Uh, just appreciate you listening to this. If you listen to all three, I dude, I, I, I love you. <laughs> Those are the things that is going to help me grow is just getting some listening, getting some feedback so I can better, so I can en- get you to enjoy my podcast and entertain you. And just a little bit of time for me to forget about your day. Or if you're listening to me throughout your day, I appreciate it. I want to be able to do that for you. And I just, again, I love doing this. Like you heard me say, talking with Josh, I just uh, enjoy just talking. And I think this helps me out in a way to like, man, it was kind of like my, my stress reliever in some ways too. And uh, just to find interest. So with that being said, guys, I want to give my condolences out to Silver King. He actually passed away in the ring during an event in London. Uh, he was out. Um, man, this is a sad thing. He he died in uh, London, England, and he was in a match with Juventus Guerrero, and he had just did a. I mean, it was. I mean, it wasn't anything too crazy. He had, you know, him and Juventus were working the match for a little bit. They had a part where uh, Silver King comes and does like a flying. Uh, clothesline and as he's covering him he's you know on fours has his arms down like a wrestler would when he covers him and even when they did the two count he did nod like one two and like did a nod and he still came up but when he falls like like working you don't know if he's really working or not because he's kicking his leg and then he's kind of just like there with his head up it looks like Kubi's trying to talk to him but he just doesn't want to move in some ways. I think he's like moving his hands. And again, this, I, if you're, it's kind of really, if you see this on, on YouTube, it's really, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of scary guys. So if you're not used to seeing stuff, you can actually tell, but he's just not very responsive. He tries to get up on his fours, all fours, but you can tell he's struggling and something's going on. And Huvatush is working. Cause we don't, I, I don't know what's really going on. He probably doesn't really know what's going on going on this doesn't happen you know of course it's very rare for this to happen but he's laying there in the ring for a while and Hubertus telling the ref to count but of course he has to put him on his shoulders and you can tell Hubertus having a little trouble and he ends up just flipping him over and covers him and the ref counts the two and holds the three count and then just finally does it and people end up running out from the back and it was just a scary uh, situation um, you know, again, condolences out to his family. He, uh, Silver King, uh, C- Caesar Gonzalez, I think it's Baron, Baron, Baron. I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong. I saw him a couple times when, uh, when I heard about this, I kind of did some research. Of course, I saw him fight Eddie Guerrero and, and Rey Mysterio on WCW. He used to work, work in WCW, but at this event, he was, uh, you know, again in England. I'm not too sure what. Um, event oh the greatest show uh, of Lucha Libre that's what it was um, so it was a Lucha Libre world promotion and he was out there and he fought again Hubertu Guerrero and who was an amazing guy too and you can tell he's just like freaked out in some ways as he's going through this man I, I don't wish this upon anybody and this is the scary part of this business you you go into the ring thinking that it's going to be you know your job and your it's your work and you love doing this and the last thing that we ever think about is this situation. Um, reading a lot of reports, and they said if they would have had me- uh, medical, you know, on hand, that they would have, you know, Silver King would probably still be with us. And that's a scary thing because a lot of these promotions, even like myself, 
I can't afford, uh, I couldn't afford a, an ambulance or, you know, medical staff to be there. There's a gentleman that works the circuit locally and he is a, a medic, licensed medic, but even then, you know, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes it's, it's, it's kind of, could be a little rough on him too. Um, but at the end of the day, this is part of the, just as anybody else is a person, a, a, a truck driver that pulls gasoline around. I mean, it's, it's just, you're going to, he just did his job. He was going out there to do what he loves and entertain. And uh, unfortunately we lost a, a brother here in the wrestling community. And it looked like he was very, very loved in the community. Um, and, you know, a lot of the guys that I know are, are definitely, you know, putting their stuff out on social media. So again, condolences out to Silver King, to him and his family, his fans. Um, you know, unfortunately a lot of stuff will probably be put out. We'll get to see a lot more of his stuff and, the one thing that's the main uh, one thing that's so beautiful, guys, at the end of the day is how you're leaving your legacy when you get when you leave this world. And, and Silver Kings, he did that. He he was able to entertain people, get people to forget about their, their worries for his match and, and entertain, you know, entertain those people. And again, this is just a sad thing that's happened and, and the wrestling community is hurt right now. And, you know, all we can do is just remember him by his legacy and, and those matches that are going to be out there. He's on the WWE Network. So if you want to look him up on the WWE Network, he's on there as well. You know, rest of the WCW. So people, I'm out. Uh, make sure you do something nice for somebody. Don't forget to uh, remember your tomorrows are never promised, guys. Uh, it's, 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 a, it's a rough one. I'm kind of a little shooken up reading all this stuff and about him being in the Cruiserweight stuff. So, guys, have a good one. Appreciate it. You listening, share me on social media. Have a good one. We'll check you later. Your boy J Rock will be back sooner than you think.